thing, you at least know reasonably that the credibility of that system is ascertained. Hallelujah. You see that? So you see, faith is not a risk. When you act on God's word, you are not risking your life, except you do not know the God that has spoken to you. If you know God, then you will know his word. You see, the challenge a lot of people have is that they seek to know God's word apart from God. And that's the challenge. You will never see the word of God the way God's word is until you begin to see God's word in the light of God. And that was why Abraham's faith was the correct kind of faith. Biblical faith. See that? Before whom he believed even God. He didn't believe away from God, outside God. He believed before God. That means he was in his presence before God. God was in view. So every word God spoke to Abraham, he saw those words in the light of the God who spoke them. Hallelujah. You have to learn to see every word God has spoken to you in the light of the God who spoke them. If God who said those things to you does not change and cannot change, if God who said those things to you cannot fail, then his words cannot fail because it's one with his word. Praise God. Number four, very quickly. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Do you have romance in your Bible? Mm. Let's start the reading here from verse 17. As it is written, I have. Notice what God is saying here. I have made thee a father of many nations. Before him whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. You see that? Before whom he believed. He believed before God. Which God? God who quickeneth the dead. (laughs) At that time he knew his body was, was as good as dead. His wife's womb was as good as dead. So he had to see the word of God to him in the light of God's ability before whom he whom he believed even God who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things that be not as though they were so he saw God as the one who quickens the dead do you see that that means when God said to him i have made you the father of many nations though at that time he couldn't naturally speaking impregnate his wife But he saw that word in the light of God's ability. Who is giving me this word? God. Which God? The one who quickens the dead. Correct. I receive that word. You see that? The God who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things that be not as though they were. And that's how to see God. If you understand that God is honest, God 
is a God of integrity, God cannot lie, then you don't need special faith to act on his word. Do you? No, you don't. I'm just trying to believe God. Don't try. (laughs) Don't try. Believe God. If you know the God that has spoken to you, believe him. Don't try to believe him. Alright? If I said to you, I have just paid in 300 naira into your account. And then you look at me and say, (laughs) this guy is much more than 300. Alright? You want to go to your account and just check it out. Just check it up or check it out as the case may be. And then you see, you, you, you're not going to doubt, really, really. What if I came to you and said to you, have just put into your account $300 billion? <laughs> you know, your response would be, are you kidding me? Amen. Do you, do you understand what I'm trying to say? Now think about the God who is able to do all things. The God with whom there is no impossibility. He's saying something to you. You know, it is very, very embarrassing and demeaning of God to doubt him. You see, when you doubt God, God feels, amen, the word of God becomes your foundation. The very moment you come to know that God's word cannot fail. The problem of faith is solved once and for all. You don't struggle to believe. You don't struggle. You don't struggle. It's just like the devil is trying to tell you, you know, your future is going to be ugly. I'm going to mess you up in the future. You're not going to have it smooth. It's going to be rough for you, you know. And you know that though it looks like everything is going on fine with you now, it will soon be rough, you know. Some people, that can throw them into fasting and prayer for 10 days. But for some people, they laugh over it. <laughs> ah, why are you laughing? <laughs> because you're a liar. The word says, the path of the just. How does it shine? How much does it shine? Brighter. Notice it didn't say bright. It says brighter. So it can only be brighter. It can only be better. It can only be bigger. It can only be stronger. It can only be higher. It can only be deeper. Because we know that God has said the path of the just. And I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I have been justified by faith. The just shall live by faith. I live by faith. I'm going to act on that word. It can only be better. Amen. Father, thank you because the devil is a liar. Father, thank you because your word is true concerning me. Father, thank you because I will be anxious for nothing. But in all things, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, I'll make my request known unto you. And your peace that passes all understanding shall garrison and mount guard over my heart in Christ Jesus. Thank you because my future is so bright. In fact, I cannot fathom right now how bright my future is. Because I have not seen it. Ear hasn't heard it. It has not come across the mind of people what God has reserved 
for those who love him. Because I love you, you've reserved so much for me. And now by your spirit, you unveil these things to me. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. That took how long? Roughly two minutes. You are done. And the rest left to be done is thanksgiving. You give thanks. Amen. Praise God. Like a rain on the roof, you dance. Amen. Your legs are shaking and you're rejoicing in church. People, what's happening? (laughs) My future is so bright. (laughs) Do you see that? You are not, you see, when people keep encouraging you, believe. Ah, you have to believe, believe. You see, that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened. See, the very moment you come to know who God is, faith becomes natural. Because for God's word, in the light of the God who spoke them. Are you listening? Amen. I said amen. You know, when people say, hey, uh, ministers, children, are always wayward and all that. That's not anything to bother me at all. Amen. I know how to live right before my children. I'll live right before them. The very day they were born, I said to myself, Father, you're my help. Thank you for strengthening me. I live right before my kids. Amen. And then God's word says, My children shall be taught of the Lord. I like another translation. It says, My children shall be taught by the Lord himself. And great shall be their shalom. Great shall be their peace. That means my children shall be rounded. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Oh boy. I just dance over that and say, Father, thank you. (laughs) And then he, he said something again. He said, children are the heritage of the Lord. And the fruit of the womb, his reward. So you see, God has said something concerning my kids. I'm just a steward of my kids. I'm just a caretaker. God owns them. So I surround my children with faith and love. I believe the best concerning them. I'm persuaded of better things concerning them. They may not be there yet, naturally, but I know time is working for them, not against them. They are growing in wisdom. They are waxing strong in spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, coming to know God personally, you see his word in the light of himself, God himself. Then your heart is at peace. He says, thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, for he trusts in thee. Trust in the Lord with thine own heart. Lean on on your own understanding. In all your ways, put him first. Acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Don't say you're wise in your own eyes. Trust in the Lord and depart from evil. He says, it shall be marrow to your bones. Your bones will be heavy with marrow. That's wealth. Amen. That's wealth. That's stability. Have you seen bones without marrow before? Medical students. Amen. Dry bones, dead bones. They are so light, they make noise. We see, but bones with marrow are stable. 
They are wealthy. And then he says, It shall be health to thy navel. Health. Glory to God. Amen. I said amen. So, having known that God is a God of integrity and God is honest, then I can trust his word. I don't need an extra energy to believe God. Because I know God now. So I trust whatever God says to me. Praise God. Amen. Now come very quickly to... Uh, let's go back to that. Romans 4, 17. Um, before we move forward. Um, I just saw something there that the Lord showed me. Romans 4 and verse 17. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. Now write down these three statements. Statements of truth that will help you internalize the subject of the integrity of the word of God. Number one, whatever God says has already been. Whatever God says has already been. That's statement number one. Number two, whatever God says is. Whatever God says is. Number three, whatever God says will undoubtedly be. Whatever God says will undoubtedly be. Now let's look at the first statement. Notice it says, as it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. At that time, Abraham had no issue, had no son, had no child. Yet God said, I have. Notice God didn't say, I will make you. God said to him, I have made you. Why? Because you see, God calls those things that be not as though they were. As though they had already been. Are you listening? Why? Because God himself is the very substance, certainty, verity, assurance, originality of whatever he says. Because God is, whatever he says has been, because he is his word. Did you get that? <laughs> I will come again. Whatever God says has already been. Why? Because in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So if God is saying something to you, God, which is His Word, has already been. So the Word has already been. God's Word is the very certainty, assurance, substance, validity, foundation of and for whatever He says to you. Amen. I said amen. amen. So whatever God says has been. Because he is the very substance of what he's saying. He is the assurance and foundation of whatever he says to you. 
So there's no way God can deceive you. There's no way God can lie to you. Because whenever God says a thing, that thing has already been. Because he himself is the word. So when he speaks the word to you, the word has been. Because the word has already been, the word that he's saying to you has already been. <laughs> Glory to God. How many of us got that? You got that with your hands. You didn't shout. You didn't get it. As some of you are shouting, <laughs> that's an afterthought kind of a shout. You know, you, you didn't get it, did you? Did you get it? <laughs> I don't think you got it. Maybe it made sense to you. Did you get it? <laughs> Praise God. Who will fulfill what God has said to you? Huh? If there was no God, would God speak or would God be able to say something if there was no God? Because there is God, amen, whatever God says, the God that has already been is the God that will fulfill it. Amen. And because himself and his word are one, because he is already, he has already been, then what he says to you has already been done. Little wonder he said to Abraham, I have made thee, not I will make you. I have made thee a father of many nations. Praise God. Have already done it. Statement number two. Whatever God says is, what does that tell you? It tells you because God is, the Bible says, whosoever comes to God must believe that He is, He exists. He is right now. God is right now. Whatever God that is right now says to you, it is right now. <laughs> Glory to God. So whatever God says is, it is right now. It's not going to be in that sense of future. It is. Write it beside that second statement. God's word is always in the present tense. In action and fulfillment. Amen. Either God said it before now, or He will soon say it. It is. It might look a little bit confusing because time, you know, impacts on our minds in interpretation of facts and details. But the truth is that with God, there's no such thing as time in that sense, but an eternal now. And in that eternal now, he speaks. So whatever God says is. If you can see God's word that way, you, you would not be hoping for God's word to come to pass. You will receive it as a present hour reality. 
Are you listening to me? You receive God's word as your present hour reality. It is right now. Praise God. And we see whatever God says will be in physical manifestation. Amen. In physical manifestation, it will be. But you see, in faith, it is. You see, that's the difference. In faith, it is. In physical manifestation, it will be. And that's how to understand faith, you know. Mark 11, 22, 23, 24. They were amazed. 22. Wow, fig tree. Right, it's root. Jesus responded, Have faith in God. Have the faith of God. For whosoever says, or shall say unto this man, Be thou removed. Be thou cast into the sea. And shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things he said shall come to pass in physical manifestation. Then he shall have whatsoever he says. You see that? That means he's already believed that when he said those things, it happened. Or they happened when he said them then he shall see the physical manifestation. Why do I interpret that verse that way? Read on. He says, therefore, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you already received them in the place of prayer, and you will see the physical manifestation. That means what he said in verse 23, meant, say to the mountain, be moved. And when you said it, you believe that it was gone. When you said it, you believe that it was gone, it was removed, then you shall have the physical manifestation of what you said that you believed was done. You will see it happen physically. So that means there is no time factor in faith. There's only time factor in the manifestation of faith. Are you listening to me? The results of faith. Did you get that? There is no time that, oh, I'm trying to believe God and when I believe God. No, there's no such thing as when I believe God. Is that how you believe now or you don't believe at all? Amen. So it's not uh, 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 I will soon believe God. No. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So right there and then, Amen. How do you measure now? What, what is the measurement of now in time? Measure now. Amen. No, talk to me. Measure now. Is there any measurement of now in time? Any scientist who can measure now? Now is only an eternal element. Now is not a time factor. So he says now faith is. The timing of faith is now. You pray now, now. You believe that it's done now. And you believe you have received it now. And you believe right now that it's yours now. And you thank God now. And you bless God now. And now it's yours now. And now it's yours now. Though it might be manifesting in another two weeks, another two hours, another two seconds, from the now of faith, it is still the faith of God at work. I have believed. And so I'm speaking. Praise God. You see that? So whatever God says will be, 
will be physical manifestation in time has already been eternal factor of faith eternal now is eternal now praise God will be in time therefore what things ever you desire when you pray believe when you pray believe when do you believe when you pray when do you believe when you pray not after or thereafter amen when are you healed when I see physical manifestation is that faith no that's sight at work that's sight at work When are you wealthy? Huh? When I become wealthy. Hey, you'll see what I will do. <laughs> when are you wealthy? Now. When are you healed? Now. You're healed. Now, listen. When you give, when you act on God's word, give and it shall be given unto you. When you give, when do you receive? Now you receive. Thank you, Father, because I have now. Oh, I'm so blessed now. I've acted on your word. Amen. In time, it might manifest. Because you see, time can never catch up with eternity. Time is at the mercy of eternity. Time is trying to comprehend the frequency of eternity. So when it happens in eternity, in faith, all right, time, one week, two hours thereafter, time is... There are times intensity of faith is so much that time says, ha, 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 one second. <laughs> Amen. Why? Because you see, God lives in eternal now. That's just the truth. And that's why it takes faith to understand how God operates. Do you know that? If you want to reason in time, I have been given, but they have not given to me. How can you be talking that way? He said, but I believe though. I know you did not. You see, hear people speak, you know where they are talking from. Just hear them speak. But I give, I give, I give, I give, I give. But they are not giving back to me. So what are you saying? God lied and you are telling the truth. Let God alone be true. Including you when you are not standing in faith. That's the truth. That's just the truth. I'm telling you. Amen. Someone said, man of God, I am standing in faith, but I have not been healed. <laughs> I said, there's no such thing, please. Ah, you mean now? There's no such thing. <laughs> there's no such thing. There's no such thing with God. Except you don't understand God. There's no such thing. You're not standing in faith. You're standing in sight. Sensory perception. Second Corinthians 5 and verse 7 says, We, the just, who have been justified by faith, we walk by faith, not by sight. Amen. We have believed God for a minimum of 15,000 congregational strength in Ife. Alright? It's a reality now. You think I'm moved by what I'm seeing? No, no. None of these things move me. 
Alright, they say, but we believe in God. When are we going to see it? Ah. When? You're still waiting. You lean on time. And you see, <laughs> time sometimes when you lean on time could be timeless. It is when you treating or dealing with time from the side of faith that time becomes timely. Are you listening to me? And that's just the truth. But if you, you lean on time, time heals, you know. Time heals, you know. Time. Time, time will heal you. Just be patient. Time does not heal. Jesus does. The word of God does. The word does, time does not. You see, some people say time heals and all that, they become more bitter and bitter and bitter and bitter until they are so embittered and, em- and-, and embattled. <laughs> Amen. So please listen. Time does not heal. Jesus does. The word of God does. But you see, it manifests in time. Amen. I said amen. amen. Now, do you know we can see the frequency of time? We can perceive the frequency of time. We can hear the vibration of time. All right? But you see, eternity, the vibration of faith in the eternal now, can only be perceived with the human spirit or by the human spirit. Amen. Right? I said right? Good. You wonder where technology is going. Right now, you see, if you don't believe in the eternal now, then it shows that you've not been reasoning according to God's word. When you are connected to someone in the UK on phone, all right, when do you hear the person? When you say hello, when do you hear that person? Now. What does that tell you? UK. That means if you were to transport yourself to that place, all right, it would take you six hours. Straight flight, direct flight to get there. Huh? From Nigeria. Well, you can say hello. Hello, how are you? <laughs> it's ringing here. <laughs> you laugh too. <laughs> Look at you. Look at you too. And then you talk. Now. Now. You're talking. And then you're now saying that uh, when, when do I believe I receive? Look at you. When did you call? Hello, when did you call? Yeah, you called at that point, in, you know, in time, in prayer. You called now. And then right now, you see, you mean technology? Are you telling me technology can be faster than God? So what are you telling me? He said, "When it's just like someone is calling from London and say, hello, how are you? When are you going to speak? <laughs> so I'm speaking now. Really? <laughs> when is God going to respond when you call? Because heaven is so far, so far away. Okay, what if you were at this extreme of the globe and the person you are calling is at the other extreme of the globe? extreme. 
the most extreme of the of the globe. So you are maybe on the polar, you know, regions. And then you call. When will you hear the person? Even people make calls from the moon. Alright? They make calls from the moon and people hear them at that instant on earth. So what are you telling me? You see, people in the stone age could find it a little bit, you know, more difficult to understand faith. There are some things now that are very, very simple to understand. Alright? Paul said in the twinkle of an eye, we shall be cut up twinkle of an eye. That was the only terminology you could use then. But now, at the speed of light, we shall be caught up. Uh-huh. You understand? Speed of light? Yes. Before you even say, before, not few is still, not still, there's still time. What is, because he said the twinkle of an eye. You know, before you do, I've done like this like two times. True or false? Amen. But you see, we can believe God now. You see, you can hold handsets and then your Bluetooth is on and one person is sending a message, 50 people, 100 people can receive the same message at the same time. You say, ah, we are so many here. When will God answer my own prayer? Before I attend to this person, who who do you take God for? It's faster than our technology you know, I was sharing with some beloved ones what the Lord told me some months back. I was just meditating. I said, Father, thank you for grace and technology, technological insight and light. You've given men all around the world, making life much, much easier than what it was before now. And then I said, Father, thank you. And God said, ah. <laughs> He said, you know, to me right now, with the best of your technology, the Lord said to me, to me right now, with the best of your technology, you are still far, far, far away behind the Stone Age. He said, when I look at your automobiles, your cars, and I look at your aircraft, how they destroy the ecosystem, I wonder... How you've been reasoning. <laughs> I said, Lord, have mercy. The Lord said, Son, there are far, far, exceedingly abundantly much better ways. You can fly and bless the atmosphere, not killing the atmosphere, not depleting the ozone layer by flying. Just because you want to move, you are destroying what I've blessed you with. It says there are better ways. I said, Lord, help us. He said, I'm helping you, you know. <laughs> Praise God. You see, when you believe, you believe now. All right? One email, you send it to many addresses at the same time. One million people can get it at the same time. Amen. 
And that's why for spiritual folks, you understand that, look, when you worship God like that, your Bluetooth must be on. Now that's what we can use now at least. Alright? Make sure you don't have an infrared. (laughs) Praise God. (laughs) Because that's a cake now, right? But that's what we can use now. You know, your Bluetooth is on. So, and then, you know, five of us, we could look at ourselves and smile. <laughs> why, why, someone said, why are they smiling? They just got an SMS. <laughs> In the spirit. You know, sometimes you're just worshiping God. You just say, tan, 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 tan. And then you just click, what is that? It is done. <laughs> Amen. You know, you see, that's, that's the kind of life God has called us into. Amen. Through faith on the platform of the prayer life, we operate the original wireless system. We can connect and interconnect. General Assembly. <laughs> you know, I, I could just, I, I could be in my room and I'm blessing someone in Lagos. Is that not how people are blessed through the internet? Do I have to go to the bank right now? My GT, you know, um, internet banking, I have my token with me. I want to bless you with 5,000 naira. I don't have to rush to the bank. It's there in your account. Even faster than the alert will come. Now it's there. It's just there. Just a click away. It's just there. Just a click away. The answer is just a faith prayer away. Not a, ah, I've not seen the alert. They have not sent any alert to me. Go there. It's there. Have checked the balance. It's been in. No. <laughs> no. Sight. Sight. And that's why you see, the senses, the senses can only be attuned to the natural and to that which is time dependent. But the spirit is sensitive to the realm of God. And that's why the Bible says, with the heart, a man believes. You don't receive an SMS with a toothbrush, do you? You must have a device, right? If you don't have the right hardware, a device that can receive, you know, pardon me, I'm talking this way because, you know, it's our world, and, I mean, so we can flow together. Amen? You don't lift up this mic and say, it's not a device for it. There's a device that can receive divine promptings. It's not the head. It's the heart. Heart. The spirit man. There's a man on the inside of you that can receive these promptings of God. So sometimes you see, we try to believe with our head and then we wonder why some things don't happen. He says, with the heart a man believes unto righteousness. And then with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. So the, the right device, the legitimate 
biblical device that can believe God is the heart. Your mouth is a device that can confess, that can move you into the physical manifestation of that which you have believed God for. So we've got two devices here. Amen? Yeah. We've got two devices. There are some things this iPad can do that your phone cannot do. Because your phone does not have the configuration and the makeup to do those things. Praise God. Your heart can believe. Your head can reason. Your eyes can see. Your mouth can take you to the next level. That's just the truth. The mouth can take you to the next level. You see, we we have to see our mouth much more than a round entry where food goes through to nourish the body. Are you listening to me? Your mouth is a supernatural device. (laughs) And that's where we're going to now. Your mouth is a supernatural device that can take you to the next level. Sometimes people wonder, "Ah, am I not making progress? You are responsible. No, there are devils around me. Witches in my family. No, witches are not responsible for your progress. Please, come out of the stone age. Witches are not responsible for your progress. Amen. Your car can move. The speedometer is 220 kilometers per hour. And then you're wondering why the car is not going beyond 50. You're not accelerating and you're wondering. There are witches around. That's an African way of thinking. You see, there's a Bible way to think. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Witches? Are they not in this town? Why are they not stopping us? Huh? Please, if you know any, report us to them. <laughs> you know, they can't stop us. Why? Because you see, they don't. They, they, see, witches can't stop anyone who knows how to make progress. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Amen. <laughs> so don't blame witches. They are beggarly elements of this world. Blame it on your irresponsible attitude to the world. Are you listening to me? I'm not saying there are no witches. There are. All right? There are mosquitoes around, but they can't enter some houses. Why? Because they know how to deal with them. There are some people who mosquitoes don't bite. See, witches are like mosquitoes. Are you listening to me? You can kill, you can you can smash, <laughs> you can drive away. Praise God. Yeah. 
Turn your Bibles very quickly. Let's do this very fast now. Moving to another level. Are you enjoying the Word of God? All right. Praise God for that. Lift your hands and say, Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. Amen forevermore. Do you have the book of Hebrews in your Bible? Let someone say Hebrews. Say it again. All right. For the ladies, don't be offended. There's no Hebrews. Amen. There's only Hebrews. Let's bless God for that. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hebrews 13. We start the reading from verse 5. Hebrews 13 chapter and verse 5. Let your conversation be without covetousness. And be content with such things as ye have, for he hath said. Not he's going to say. I will never leave thee nor forsake thee, so that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Praise God. Now notice God said something. For what purpose? So it could be recorded and written that God said something too. No. He said something for our benefit. So we can say in line with what God has said. Listen very carefully. Listen very carefully. Whatever God has said concerning you is a divine fuel, divine PMS, petrol, for you to speed to wherever your destination is. You've got full tank in your car. You're wondering, are you going to get to the Bogon or not? No. You don't speed up. You get there on the bill of what God has said. That means the written word is the bank of God's wealth of grace prepared for us to speed up on or buy. Are you listening to me? God has said something that we may boldly say. See, listen, the written word is, has been written, and you see, the written word cannot do you any good, as, as it were, until you begin to say things in line with the written word. I can always make myself to be wherever I want to be, in line with God's word. That's just the truth. Amen. There was a day... My wife and I were praying. We're, we're, we're still cutting at that. We're cutting at that time, and we were praying, Lord, we are available. Use us, Amen. And we, we were really praying. And then the word of the Lord came and said, "Shut up your mouth." And we said, ah. <laughs> "Lord." <laughs> uh. We didn't want to say no, but we said, Lord, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, there's a way to talk to the Lord, amen. Not, ah, Lord, <laughs> <laughs> praise God, because <laughs> it's the Lord, you know. And then the Lord said, 
You thought you were waiting on me. I'm waiting on you. I said, we said, well, what do we do then? He said, what do you know? We said, well, we know this and all that. He said, go and teach it. See, read through scriptures. I'm going to say this. It's going to shock you. But at least understand it in the light of the word of God. Love. Read through scriptures. Reviver. All through church history never happened because people were praying. To shock you does not mean prayer is not good. We pray and we keep praying because it's an expression of our faith. Revival always happens when people, having prayed, take actions. They take actions in line with the prayer. A lot of people who will not read, they will do all the praying and they will still fail. And then you wonder, God disappoint? No, God didn't disappoint you. All right? You pray, and then you take action in line. You, you take action in line with your prayer. Let me give you an instance. You believe that God has called you, and you're going to be an evangelist, or a pastor, a teacher of God's word. Beautiful. The gifts and the calling of God are without repentance. They are irrevocable. Yes, God has called you. He's not going to repent. Alright? But you see, you have to begin to take actions in line with your calling. Have you been called to teach? Have you been called to be a business person? Then you must be taking action in line with your calling. Are you following? Because you see, faith without co-responding action is dead. Being alone. That means, you know, then they used to say, you know, Okuni. Faith without works. So people thought the Bible was talking about faith without job. Alright? It didn't say faith without job is dead. You could be without job and still be believing God and still enjoy life. Because your job actually is not meant for you to live on or live by. Your job is meant to produce seed for you to sow. Let him who used to labor, I mean steal rather, steal no more, but let him labor with his hands in that which is good that he may have to what? Give to those who are in need. That means God is taking you to a place whereby you are not waiting for the next salary. Amen. You are not waiting for the next salary and you are not monitoring it. Amen. You know, where I work here, I've seen a lot of people monitor salaries. Even profs. What is your man? Some people will be following salary like this until he gets to the bank. Lord have mercy.
if you are living on your job, you can't live the God kind of life. God wants you to live on His faithfulness. Are you listening to me? God can give you work that is far, far much bigger than your job. Are you listening to me? I have a job. I'm a lecturer. It was my skill that employed me. If I didn't study building, I wouldn't have any privilege of lecturing in building department above Mawla University. So it was based on my training as a builder five years professionally and then got certified, blah, 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 and then came in based on that skill, that training. All right? But you see, that's my job. Let someone say job. That's my job. Amen. <laughs> but I have a work to do. Obafima Ola University employed me. I'm an employee there. But as a bigger employer who has employed me, what I'm doing now is not my job. It's my work. It wasn't a training that employed me. It was not a seminary that employed me. Thank God for seminaries. They can help you know, you express your calling better. That's why, you see, for you to have a work, you don't have to be trained. That's just the truth. But having gotten a work, you have to be trained in the work so your efficiency can increase. But you cannot get a job without training. That's the difference. Amen? So you see, faith without corresponding action is dead. There's no way you can employ a carpenter to be a medical doctor in an hospital. It's not possible. It's not possible. You'll be using nail and some people, cutting people anyhow. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? Because based on that training, your training, are you a medical doctor? Your certificate, you know, and all that. They look at it and all that. They ask you a couple of questions you can answer. And then they say, okay, you can work here. You're employed. But you see, ever before you started knowing what it is to be trained, God called you. He gave you a work. People could be jobless, but there's no workless person. That's just the truth. And you see the remuneration that comes as a blessing on your work is far, far, far bigger than the remuneration that comes as a blessing on your skills. God wants us to be skillful, beautiful. That's good. But you see, if you use your skills only, your life is going to be natural. For your life to have that flavor of the supernatural, you must discover your work that which God has called you to do. So you might be an accountant by training, 
You might be a medical doctor by training, an engineer by training, alright? But there's always a calling. And the wise will always use their training, channel their training in the direction of their calling. For some people, their calling goes in the A direction, alright? They are training in the Z direction. But you see, you have to bring them together. And then use your training to, as a platform to fulfill your calling. Praise God. You see that? When God created Adam and placed him in the garden, God didn't give Adam a job. He gave him what? A walk. And that's why you see, people are not employing you. Don't say, um, I don't have a walk. You've got a walk. Look inside. If you respond to your calling, all right, you know you can, your calling can be so big that it becomes a job center or job centers for, for the jobless. Do you know that? So for young people, he just roaming about. Some after school, they buy big boots in case, you know, wear and tear will come in in the course of seeking out a job. And then some shoes are inclined at a critical angle and some have induced bow legs. They're walking like this. It's not natural. It's, it's the shoe. The shoes are inclined. Lord have mercy. <laughs> It's not natural bowleg induced. But you see, if you look at yourself and look inward, you realize that there's something on the inside of you that God has wired you for. You were trained in eternity before you appeared in time. That's the truth. It's there. I know you want to go to Shell and Chevron, alright? It's okay. Alright, but if someone did not respond to what was on the inside of him, there wouldn't have been an institution of that sort. Do you know that? And now you want to exhaust all the opportunities and positions there. Why not create another one? Huh? There's a way to think. There's a way to think not to be a liability. There's a way to think to be an asset. There's a way to reason. You think in a particular way. You don't feel like um, the, the society is not fair, the government, you know, the reward system is not fair. Well, the reward system might not be fair, but God is just. He will not leave you without a witness. Your talent is witnessing. Lord, you are not the reason he's poor. It's just that, um, Lord have mercy. Your calling is witnessing, Lord. You're not the reason it's not shining in life. It's just that, um, so you see, there's nobody that's going to say before God, hey, you, you see what you've caused now, you see? All right, your talent, your callings will speak, up, speak out. God won't leave any man without a witness. Shut up there, shut up. 
apostolic. Shut up. You should have been an apostle throughout and you wouldn't need to buy shoes again for the rest of your life. There are people who will say, man of God, for the rest of your life, think about any kind of shoe you want to wear, pair of shoes you want to wear, whatsoever, the size, the type, the quality, I'm responsible. Do you know that? Look at Mandela. All right, I think this this month is going to be 90, is it 93? Huh? Yeah, you know. And you see, the truth is, right now, does the man have a job? <laughs> Excuse me, does he have a job? There's no way he wants to enter that he cannot enter. United States, UK, they see it as a privilege to have him around. But what if he had? minded his own business and felt like, look, let me live for myself and every other person you live for yourself too. He would have died before this age, sincerely. I'm telling you the truth. Selfish people don't live long. And peradventure they do. <laughs> they don't enjoy life. Because enjoyment is not just having all the luxuries of life. There are people who, who sleep on waterbed, but they are not happy. Do you know that? There are people who have all the money to spend, but they are not happy. You wonder, you should be happy. You're wealthy. You're okay. <laughs> he looks at you and says, I wish I were you. Amen. Happiness is in making others happy. So there's a dream in you. There's a calling in you. It might just be to fight the cause of the fatherless. There's that bite in you. You know, that's your work. You might be an accountant. You know, it might just be to drive away ignorance from people. When you see ignorance, you, ah, there's this bite. Oh, I wish. You just want to teach God's word. Sometimes your friends are calling you. Oh, let's go now. We'll give you some more. And you're sharing God's word. You're so passionate about that. You know, that's your work. And you see, God is still the best employer. Alright? Any day, any time. Who is the best employer? God. Based on your skills, God didn't employ you. If you're working here at Baphomet University or you're working at OETAC, God didn't employ you there. Do you know that? But you can use that platform to fulfill your calling. You can serve people around you in the light of God, God being in view. And then it becomes He, God. He becomes your employer. Because when you step into your calling, God takes responsibility for you and yours. Amen. When you step into your calling, every project in your life becomes a divine project. Your clothing is divine. That's just the truth. You know I don't think about clothes. I don't think about shoes. That's never crossed my mind. Amen. I don't think about such things. <laughs> I don't think about food. Do you know that? Because see, God sees to it that I'm taken care of. 
But you see, if you are just using your skills only and all that, you, you will monitor every other thing. You will see to it that all those things are fine. But the very moment you step into your calling, God takes responsibility for you. That's the truth. Amen. Do you know that? Ministers in this country, ministers huh? of the federal government of Nigeria, do they think about clothing? Huh? Ministers, do they think about what they are going to wear? Who takes responsibility for them? The government. Do they think about, okay, where am I going to house myself? There is an accommodation for ministers. Is there ready? Ministers. You think God is going to employ you and then you will lack? No. So you see, we're talking about faith without corresponding action. Right? That means you know you are called. Take steps along that line. Amen. I said amen. I found that that because there is no physical or physically organized institution of training for callings, somehow you realize that people are more trained, trained rather along the lines of their skills than they are along the lines of their talents and their callings. Because there are no organized institutions to do that. But thank God for the church. Amen. Yeah. Thank God for the church. That's where you are trained to discover your calling. And then having discovered it, then you are trained to fulfill it. Praise God. I said praise the Lord. Are you still there? Alright, so faith without corresponding action is there. This is a prophetic teaching, so there's no, there's no sermon prepared. Are you listening to me? Uh-huh. God is going to talk to people variously and diversely, so please don't try to organize me. Are you getting it? Alright, just use the word of God to organize yourself. Amen? Praise God. <laughs> Some people might be organizing me in their thoughts. You should have said this. Why is he saying that? You know, some, some people can predict their pastor's sermon. <laughs> oh, pastor didn't use that scripture. Amen. You better listen to God. Humble yourself. Amen. Verse 5. Hebrews 13, verse 5. Let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have. For he hath said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee, so that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper. And I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Praise God. So I can use my mouth as a device, confessing the word of God and taking myself along that path of God's word to the next level. The written word defines the path to take. The spoken word defines the speed on that path. The written word defines the path to take. The spoken word defines or determines the speed along that path. That means God has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. 
That means God has already defined a path for you. I will not be left without care. I will not be left abandoned. I will not be left without help. God has already said that. So how much of that do I experience? How much of that happens in my life? How much of that do I enjoy? My confession will determine that. My mouth put to work will determine that. That means I have to take that word and begin to speak in line. Amen? The more I speak, the more I experience. The more I speak, the more I see. The more I speak, the better it becomes. The more I speak, the bigger it becomes. The more I speak, the stronger it becomes. Amen. Let me give you an instance. God said in Galatians 3 and verse 13, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Being made a curse for us, what is written, curses from seven hands on the tree that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles and that we might become the that we might become partakers of the Spirit. The promise of the Spirit through faith. Now that tells us that we can use the word of God that has already been said and then we begin to confess in the name of Jesus, my life is curse free, my life is full of the blessing of God I am blessed in the city, I am blessed at home, I am blessed in my workplace, the fruit of my body is blessed in the name of Jesus now I am engaging myself in the word of God via confession and I am telling myself what God has already said to me and I am pissing up on that track that God had already earmarked for me to walk in. I'm pissing up. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, your state, they say, or your state, peace setters, right? But I can't see any peace there. But you see, confession is the peace setter. Are you listening to me? Confession is the peace setter. No, Lagos State should have used that, you know, Lagos State Center of Excellence and all that. All right, the Center of Excellence, comma, the peace setter. Lord, have mercy. Lift up your right hand and bless all your state. Amen. Bless all your state. All your state is blessed. Amen. Praise God. Anytime I pass through that place, I just want to bless that place. Because I see the height of disorderliness. I said to myself one day, I said, Lord, you are the only one that can make me go to that state. Praise God. There are some places that I find there, you know, um, UI area, um, Pastor Tayo, that's your place. You grew up there, right, didn't you? But this, this man is regimented now. Glory to God. Or your state is blessed. Lift your hands, declare it, or your state is blessed. Blessed with good governance in the name of Jesus. Amen. And in the name of Jesus, we kick out Amala politics. Praise God. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. Amen. 
So we can pace up with confession. The Lord said to me, How near is my word to you? As near as you say them. The word is near thee, even in thy heart, no in thy mouth. The word of God is as near as you are saying it. The frequency of your confession is a function of the nearness or proximity of God's word to you. That's the truth. Some people don't confess God's word and they wonder, why is God's word so far away? Bring it near. Talk the word. Talk the word. Bring the word near. Draw the word near. Amen. You want the blessing of God's word to overwhelm you? Talk the words of blessing. Keep talking the word. The word is near thee, even in thy mouth and in thine heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. So the word of faith can be so close by. Are you listening to me? When you talk the word, talk it. Amen. You are poo-pooing. Talk the word. Amen. Endure thee, whatever. Talk the word. I'm blessed. You know, I'm blessed. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. You are under the shower. Talk the word. Amen. You're driving. Talk the word. Let the word of God be so close by. How? Confession. 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 And you see, the word of God can be so, so, so accumulated, can be so heaped up that it reaches a critical mass. And when it reaches a critical mass, boom! You just see things happening for you. Everyone said, wow, what is happening to this guy? Amen. Where has he been to? Where is he coming from? They should ask you, what has he been saying? Amen. You see, do you know you can, for the next 15 years from now, if Jesus tarries, you can determine the things that will happen to you. Someone says, ah, we don't know. Nobody knows tomorrow. Including you. Nobody knows tomorrow. When the word of God says your tomorrow is bright, nobody knows tomorrow. The path of the just as a shining light. You, you don't know tomorrow. Say unto the righteous, it shall be well with him. Today, tomorrow, day after, forever. You don't know tomorrow. The Lord has gone before you. He's smoothing the rough places. He's made the crooked way straight. He's leveled the mountains. He's raised the valleys. So you don't know tomorrow. You don't, you don't know tomorrow, you. Ah. He says your children shall be so blessed they will sit around your table so you don't know tomorrow. Nobody knows tomorrow whether one will give back or one will be buying. Nobody knows. When God has already been saying some things about your children <laughs> you are thinking barrenness. God is already talking about your children. Nobody knows tomorrow. Really? He says the righteous, the works of our hands 
are blessed. Are you going to work tomorrow? Are you going to work a day after tomorrow? So you don't know tomorrow when the works of your hands will be blessed. Are blessed and they will be blessed. You don't know tomorrow? For me, I know tomorrow. Amen? My future is so bright. Oh boy, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a burning light. I'm a shining light. I'm shining and covering the whole earth with the glory of my God. I'm, I'm exhibiting Jesus big time on an elevated platform of excellence, being a blessing to the whole earth. For I'm a seed of Abraham. I'm blessed and I'm a blessing. You see that? You, you still don't know tomorrow? When God has already said things about your wife, though you are not married yet, so you don't know tomorrow. <laughs> he says, the Lord will perfect all that concerns us. So you don't know, you don't know tomorrow. Amen. We are breaking forth to the right and to the left. He says, our place shall be called a wealthy place, a rich place. So you don't know tomorrow? Amen. Praise God. I said, praise the Lord. You see, we make our boast in the Lord. If you are humble at all, you'll be glad. If people, you see, when you make your boast in the Lord and people are angry, they are not humble, they are proud. He says, the humble shall hear and be what? And be glad that, oh, look at that man. He makes his boast in the Lord. Not outside the Lord, in the Lord. In the Lord. We are complete in Him. We are complete in Him. Who is the head of all principality and power? We are complete, 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 complete. You see, time notwithstanding, we are complete. Tomorrow, day after tomorrow, we are complete in Him. Hallelujah. You see that? He says, God always causes us to triumph in all things. And He spreads through us the fragrance of His knowledge. So you don't know tomorrow. Amen. He said, you shall see your children's children. So you don't know tomorrow. So we do. Nobody knows when he will die now, you know. So let's just eat where, 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 where. We will chop, chop, chop late. Amen. You don't know tomorrow. <laughs> Lift your hands and say, In the name of Jesus, my tomorrow is better, bigger, stronger, broader, deeper. Than my today. If you believe me, shout amen. Amen. So you see, you begin to confess the word. Put the word close by. Don't let the word be so far away from you. Amen. Because the word of God is the healer today. The word of God is the provider today. The word of God is your prosperity. The word of God is your wisdom today. So don't let the word of God be too far away from you. Confess the word. 
Speak the word. Amen. Talk into the air. Talk into the atmosphere. Create a new world for yourself. I'm telling you. He has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So that you can read it. Is that what the Bible says? No. So you, you, you could memorize it? No. Thank God for memorizing scriptures. If you memorize it and you're not saying it, alright, it's not helping you. So you say it with your mouth. Amen. I'm blessed. My kidneys are functioning well. My liver is functioning well. Because my body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. My eyesight is perfect. I wouldn't need glasses at 90. I wouldn't. You know, you see, someone say, hey, the people that are using glasses, watch your Lord with me. <laughs> but you see, I am telling you what, what I believe. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? I'm telling you what I believe. Do you know the people that are using glasses that later started using glasses, if they had been saying that, they wouldn't need it now. People don't talk what they want. They just maintain the status quo. Don't maintain the status quo. You know? (laughs) Talk what you want. Amen? This church is blessed. In the name of Jesus, we have multi-billionaires in this church. They serve God with their heart. They love God. The students in this church do well. The workers do well. In the name of Jesus. You see, when you, when you begin to talk this way, you, the word of God is close by. Keep talking the word. Keep talking that word. Don't let the word of God be so far away from you. Sometimes some people are sick on the sick bed and they feel like, oh, Lord, are you there? It's a function of what you've been saying. Lord, are you there? Are you hearing me at all? And then an echo comes back. Ah, oh, you hear me at all, at all, at all. <laughs> and then, oh Lord, oh Lord, 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 Lord. I believe you're mindful of me somehow. If you're just there, just listen to what I'm about to say. Uh, why did you get there? You shouldn't have gotten there in the first place if you had been confessing the word. Now get to a place and asking God, are you there? Are you hearing me? You're now doubting whether there is divine network or coverage in that area. Is my spirit set still working? I believe I still have a seam of eternal life there. But God, what's happening here? Does your mercy cover this zone? (laughs) Yeah, there's divine coverage there. But what's happening? You've not been talking. Talk the word. Amen. Are you listening to me? Talk the word. You know, you're going out, talk the word. You say, you see, listen. The devil is out there to discourage you from talking the word. It could be a suggestion from a friend. I know you to be a confession guru. But what has come out of your life? And I say, hmm. Ah, and it's true. <laughs> you see, that's the way this devil suggests to people. You see, I will talk the word, 
Because I know as I'm saying it, it's happening right there and then. Now faith is. Don't forget that. Notice what Jesus said. He said, you will have what you say. Amen. I always say to myself, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, at 90, I will not be bent. I walk straight and erect. He said, really? You know, there's a way old age bends people. Not someone like me. In the name of Jesus, I am strengthened. My bones are strengthened. From the crown of my head to the soles of my feet. If I have to preach five hours at 90, I will do it. <laughs> Glory to God. Jumping and running. Hallelujah. Amen. Because the Lord my God renews my youth like the eagles. He sweetens my mouth with good things. My youth is renewed. My youth is renewed. In the name of Jesus Christ, my flesh is renewed. I keep saying that constantly. I don't care how I feel in my body. I keep saying that constantly because God has said something concerning my health. He says, He sweetens my mouth with good things and my youth is renewed like the eagles. So I'm renewed. I'm renewed. My blood is free of every kind of disease. No matter what it's called, in the name of Jesus Christ, my blood is free of those things. My business is doing fine. There's an attractive dimension of God's glory functioning on my business. When they hear of my business and they see my branding, they fall in love with it. I say, is it um, incantation? That's a divine one. You don't have any other thing. You won't say the one you have. Look at you. Eh? You have to say it. This is what we know to do. In the middle of the night, when we wake up that way, we thank God and we begin to talk. Amen. I'm so attractive to good people. I repel evil people. They seek ways to come around me. They can't find because I'm blessed. And part of the blessing is God surrounds you with good people. Are you listening to me? Yeah. You talk the word. Amen. My car does not misbehave. The only thing I do, I service, change the engine oil. I'm not reporting to you, I'm confessing. You see, some people say, are you telling us something? Well, if you are hearing it, fine. But I'm telling you what is happening. I'm releasing my faith and telling you this is my reality. You see that? Praise God. I said, praise the Lord. Amen. And then as you begin to talk this way, you realize that the Word of God is so near you. The Word of God is so close by. It becomes so real. It becomes so literal. That you can literally take a knife and slice through the Word. It's so real. Praise God. And that's the kind of life God expects of us. Amen? Talk in the word. Now, concerning your business, talk the word. And that's why, if you don't have a Rema word to spend, you have not been studying the written word. Because you have to withdraw on or from the written word so you can have Rema. Let's read that scripture again. 
Hebrews 13 and verse 5. Can we read it together, beloved? One, two, three, let's go. Let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have. For he hath said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee, that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. You see that? He has said. How do you know what he has said? What he has said or what he said was written. Now notice what Jesus said in the great temptation in the wilderness. Jesus said to the devil, it is written. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. It is written. 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 He said to the devil, it is written. So you have to get a written word bank. Your written words bank or your bank of the written word must be full. So that out of the abundance of your heart you talk. Do you know sometimes some people say, Well, I have been believing God for my academics. I don't know what is happening. Say two scriptures on your academics. <laughs> you wonder, have you been believing God? God has not responded to me. I don't know why God is treating me like this. Two scriptures on your academics. <laughs> so what have you been standing on? Common sense. Can you imagine? And then the person is getting common results and then he's wondering. Common sense can only produce common results. I don't know why men are not looking in my direction. Now I will clock 30 this year. So what are you saying concerning your marriage? Scriptures. Mm. I will marry. <laughs> I must marry. It is tacology that we, we, ta- I must marry this year. Oh, shall we pray? Everybody shall we pray? We must marry. We must marry, 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 marry. <laughs> you see, those things will wear you out. They will wear you out. If there's any labor at all, it must be graceful. Say what God has already said concerning you. Or say things in line with an understanding of what he has said. You say things in line. Father, thank you because male and female, you created them. Not male and male. Not female and female. Male and female. Thank you, Father. You said I shall be called Beulah. Amen. My land, Efziba. Beulah means married. Say I'm Beulah. Glory to God. Father, thank you because I'm Beulah. Amen. Marriage was your idea and it's still your idea and you are the sponsor of it. You said it is not good for the man to be alone. Alright? And now you have given me a woman. Wedding, you sponsor it. Thank you, Father, because the bills are paid. Thank you, Father, because open doors 
surround me here and there. You see, you're talking in line. Your confession, you're talking in line. You're talking in line, alright? Confession can be so strong around you that evil forces around are repelled. Because there's an air, there's an envelope of grace around you. When you move, you carry that envelope. It's a circumference of grace. An aura of grace is just around you. That ambience is there. You move around like this. You carry it everywhere. Go to a dry place. You enjoy God there. Why? Because there's so much confession around you. There's so much confession, you know, ahead of you. Amen. I said amen. amen. Praise God. Sometimes you just excuse yourself. I want to go and confess God's word. Say, are you going to pray? Well, call it prayer. But I want to go and talk. Huh? You say, well, talk? Yeah. Why won't I talk? Because when God created us, He created us speaking spirits. You know, animals have intents. They have emotional feelings but they cannot articulate those things in words you know you are a privileged being alright you can articulate your feelings with words and then you can articulate your feelings that would be or your would be feelings with words I'm not depressed in the name of Jesus for the joy of the Lord is my strength the word says I should rejoice evermore I rejoice evermore in the name of Jesus. Joy is my strength. Joy of the Lord is my strength. The kingdom of God is not in meat and drink, but it's in righteousness. It is righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. And I have been delivered from the power of darkness. I have been translated into the kingdom of His dear Son. I am right now in righteousness. I am in peace. I am in joy in the Holy Ghost. I have joy. I am not depressed. I don't have mood swings. This mood is swinging this way today and then it's swinging the other way tomorrow. No, I'm not depressed. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Hallelujah. You see, when you begin to talk this way, you realize depression will be far from you. Talk what you want to see. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I have a right standing before the Father. Any day, any time, I can pray. There is therefore now no condemnation unto me. I do not have any condemnation. My account is credited with righteousness. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I have right standing before the Father. You begin to talk this way. Amen. Now this is how to help yourself. Write out your confessions. Begin to talk them from paper first. Because that is from first principle. It's a first principle way of confessing God's word. Talk it from paper first. And then as you begin to talk it, write them down. Write concerning your children. Write concerning your ministry. Write concerning your future. And begin to talk. And as you begin to talk that way, it gets to a point that you master those things. And then you now become creative in saying them. You begin to apply God's word like... like a workman who is not ashamed. He's now rightly dividing the word of truth. He's dividing the word of truth. He gives to academics his own portion. 
He gives to marriage his own portion. He gives to ministry his own portion. Alright? You're not saying concerning my academics, call father concerning my academics, I will marry. No. <laughs> what are you saying? Don't confuse yourself. No. You see, there's a portion for academics. There's, God, has, God, God had already prepared and pre-planned all those things. He, he knew before time that there will be an academic matter. There will be a financial matter. So he had spoken words ahead of time. So that in time, you can take those words and begin to speak what God spoke ahead of time. And then you begin to have supernatural results. Amen. I said amen. And we are going to say the word of God now. We are going to act on the word. I know you are charged up, right? Don't look at me as like you are not charged up. Amen. Are you charged up? Amen. There's so much battery power now. Amen. God's word, divine electricity, electricity through the word of God has been pumped into your spirit. Now you are charged up. Now begin to release energy. Do work. You see, the works of God speak words. You talk, do word, work, stand to your feet. Amen. Thank God this church is big enough. Don't confine yourself to a stationary place. Amen. You begin to talk God's word. I will lead you first just to help you and then you go ahead and talk the word of God. Hallelujah. Lift up your right hand and say, Father, I thank you. you. Say with some energy, Father, I thank you. you. Because I have have what I say. say. In the name of Jesus, I I make these confessions. I I declare declare that I have everything everything going well for me. In the name of Jesus. Because I am complete in Him. Who is the head of all principality and power? The Lord my God. Perfect all that concerns me. I have roundedness. I have peace. I have shalom. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. In the name of Jesus. I have abundance in all things. I reap a mighty harvest of every seed sown in the name of Jesus. I have the blessing of Abraham upon me and mine in the name of Jesus. I am blessed in the city. I'm blessed in the town. I'm blessed in the house. The fruit of my body is blessed. The works of my hands are blessed. I'm surrounded with goodness. The blessings of God overtake me. The blessings of God, they pursue me and overtake me in the name of Jesus. My marriage is blessed. My health is blessed. My youth is renewed. Like the eagle. In the name of Jesus. I have 
what I need for life and godliness. I have been blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. Everyone who is connected to me is blessed in the name of Jesus. The works of my hands are blessed. My goings are blessed. I am blessed coming in. I am blessed going out. My ministry is blessed. I live out the full days of my years in the name of Jesus. I live long and satisfied with life. Abundant life. Abundant life in the name of Jesus. My body functions well from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet. I function well. No stress, no pain in the name of Jesus. I walk in renewed health. I shall not say I am sick. I shall not say I am sick. I am healthy. I'm healthy. My eyesight is blessed. My end organs are functioning properly in the name of Jesus. I have abundant health. I have abundant health. I do not fall sick because the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? The Lord is the strength of my life. The Lord is the strength of my finances. I am blessed. I am blessed. I have more than enough in all I do. Man, give back to me. Of every seed that I have sown, good measure, pressed down, shaking together, and running over in the name of Jesus. People from the north, from the south, from the west, from the east, they come to attend to God and His goodness. In my life, I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. The abundance of the sea is converted unto me. The abundance of the sea is converted unto me. The strength of the Gentiles, they come to me in the name of Jesus. Anything, anything, and everything I lay my hands upon prospers, 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 prospers. 
I am blessed. My investments do well in the name of Jesus. Help surrounds me every day. Men, people from all walks of life come. They come to give to me abundantly in the name of Jesus. I declare that my seed sown is blessed. God increases the, the fruit of my righteousness. God increases the fruit of my righteousness. Father, I thank you because I have more than enough in the name of Jesus. You are able to make all grace abound towards me. So I declare that I abound in all grace unto all good works in the name of Jesus. I do well in all I do. I prosper financially in the name of Jesus. I speak concerning my future. It is well with me. The Lord my God has gone ahead of me. He makes every crooked way straight. He smoothens the rough places. He levels the mountains. He raises the valleys. In my future, the glory of God is seen in the name of Jesus. I declare concerning my tomorrow, it is well. It is well. It is well. It is well. In the name of Jesus, the Lord my God expands me to the right, to the left, forward, backward, upwards, downwards, in the name of Jesus. I have everything going well for me in the name of Jesus my future is blessed my future is blessed my tomorrow is brighter and 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 brighter unto the perfect day in the name of Jesus nothing works against me in the name of Jesus whosoever whatsoever comes against me falls for my sake I cannot be hindered I am unstoppable I am unstoppable. 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 My future is blessed. I enjoy the ministry of angels. 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 They attend to me. For they are all ministering spirits. Sent forth 
to minister unto me to minister for me I enjoy the ministry of angels I am guided by the Holy Ghost I do not make stupid decisions I do not make weak decisions my decisions are guided my decisions are guided by the Holy Ghost I enjoy the ministry of the Holy Ghost in my life in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus I connect with people destiny people prepared for my future I connect to them today in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus distractions I put them aside in the name of Jesus I am attracted to people of substance I'm attracted by people of substance men and women black and white they attend to me they give me of their substance in the name of Jesus thank you father for my ministry is blessed the will of the Lord prospers in my hands the will of the Lord prospers in my hands father I thank you go ahead and begin to bless him and give him praise thank you father and declare the word of God declare the word of God concerning you thank you father thank you father so call a brother the thank you father Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Jesus' mighty name we have confessed. Amen. Now checking what you, you see that as you were talking God's word, you see the word of God becomes more real to you. Right?
in fellowship, constant confirmation, affirmation, fellowship, or communication rather, is so important that if two love birds are together and they are not really communicating, talking, you know, love wins. True or false? But you see, when you talk God's word constantly, it's so real to you. You live in the light of that word. In fact, confession is one way we animate the written word. Are you listening to me? You animate the written word by confession. Because it's there in the book, and you see the word in the book there cannot really make any difference in your life until you begin to say it, you personalize it. And you see, when you begin to confess God's word, your perception of God's word and to God's word comes alive. You begin to see God's word differently because confession awakens the man within to a fresh perspective of God's word. Praise God. Please, you may be seated. Amen. Now, notice what you have just done. You have just done work. You see work here? Yeah. This is work. And then you go out there. Things are just falling in line, falling in place. You are not struggling, running helter-skelter. Amen. Things are just falling in line. You're just meeting the right people. You say, why? Why are you always walking Walking right in time and on time, you just walk into the right people. Confession. Amen. Like you were saying things now, some people change their minds. They made decisions and they have changed their minds. Some are going to take another route now just because of you. Just because of what you have just said. They just said, I'm not going that way, I'm going. So, so they can just meet you. I mean, I'm telling you, that's the power of confession. And the truth is this. If you are not vibrating the atmosphere around you at the frequency of your faith, then you are vibrating at somebody else's faith, at the frequency of somebody else's faith. That's the truth. But you just must vibrate. <laughs> you just, that's the truth. So, my faith is so strong that if you come around me, you'll be dancing at the frequency of my faith. It's so strong. We walk at night, you know. Wake up, Father, thank you, because it's so serene here. It's so fine. It's so cool. Ah, blessed be your holy name. Thank you because my rains instruct me at night season. And I thank you, Father, because my words come forth from the depth of my heart as instructed by your Spirit through my spirit. I speak words of eternal life. My words carry faith and love. My words carry weight. In the name of Jesus Christ, I'm a likable person. People don't resist me. Because of the aura and the atmosphere of God's grace around me. I'm a graceful child of God. 
I'm a son of oil. <laughs> I'm so grateful that I don't struggle. Amen. And then we talk that way. During the day, calls will begin to come in. That's how I say calls. And that's how we talk. We're letting you know the secret now so you don't think it's juju. Amen. Because some people say, if that's small boy, now juju, what is it? Mind them. Is it not the same ministry? I even came to the ministry before him. Ah. We've been trying to raise money since to buy a plot of land. We tried and tried and tried. For 15 years, we have not been able to buy a plot of land. And they just bought two acres. Now, juju, juju, mind them. They won't tell people what they are doing. We're doing juju and they will now be saying, eh, my hands are clean. It's a lie. Don't you watch home movies? Don't you see what pastors do there? And say, ah, that's true. That's true. Jesus said, you err because you know not the scriptures, nor the power of God. Don't say it's true. I believe in miracles. I believe in speed. Supernatural speed. Father, thank you because I'm born on the wings of the eagle. It is swift for me. As swift as the eagle. My progress in the name of Jesus. If I'm born on the wings of the Spirit of God, as swift as, swift as the Holy Spirit, so shall it be for me. Time can't define me. Grace only can. In the name of Jesus. I'm so graceful that there's no disgrace in my life. I do not look to men for help. I look to God. For they looked unto him and they were lightened. And their faces were not ashamed. I am helped beyond measure. Even stingy people give unto me. <laughs> Praise God. You see, some people will give and they go, ah, what came over me? The anointing. You know the anointing can make people give to you. Do you know that? They just want to bless you. Amen. Praise God forevermore. So you see, keep talking the word. Do your homework well. It's a work of grace. Labor in grace. You're not laboring for grace. You're laboring in grace and with grace. Praise God. Okay, let's go to the next phase of this. Amen. Sincerely, I appreciate God for 